Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to your Guide to Love podcast. I am Haley. This podcast is all about holistic health, sacred sexuality, and spirituality. I have Zany Anderson here. She is a Reiki master crystal healer. She is also getting a master's in clinical mental health, and she is an intern therapist at um, Summit Wellness Group. Did I pronounce that right? Yes. The okay, cool. Yes. Okay. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much, Hilly. Thanks for having me. Yes, definitely. Okay. Y'all, we were having a great conversation. So I was like, whoa, I need to press record and start going here. So tell everyone about what you're doing. Yeah. So, uh, like you just mentioned, I'm an intern therapist at the summit wellness group and the summit wellness group is a holistic substance abuse treatment center. And so I help facilitate individual therapy for clients. I also uh, help lead group therapy. And I really love the center that I work at uh, because we offer chiropractic services, massage therapy, hypnotherapy, uh, nature therapy, uh, amongst traditional talk therapy. So I feel like it really uh, is, a, is a holistic view of the person and really gets to tackle healing on multiple different levels. Mm, I love that. Yes. And we were both just talking about how the fact that we think this time period is a great time for people to go deep within themselves and really look at those patterns that are holding themselves back. Yeah, 100%. I feel like the universe is asking us um, to take this time to pause and surrender and to really feel into what is coming up for us and to be more in of an observation mode rather than a self-pity mode, victimhood, um, or just in terms of judgment around like, oh, like I didn't get this done today. I didn't get done that today. Um, because I mean, be even though there is so much going on in the world right now, and a lot of people are experiencing really dire circumstances, there, it, there are, in my opinion, a lot of silver linings that are, ha are happening because of this. Um, the earth, for one, is healing. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I actually saw this um, picture of the Himalayan mountains in India because of the pollution being alleviated. You can actually see the mountaintops there now. Um, and so the, the earth is healing. I know a lot of people uh, are connecting with um, dear friends and family that maybe they wouldn't have connected to otherwise via FaceTime uh, that live all over the world. And of course, we can do that normally, but because we're getting this opportunity to slow down, people are actually um, using that time and being advantageous with their intentions of connecting with their loved ones on, in, a, in a deeper way, potentially, than they would have before. Um, so yeah, I mean, not to discount everything that people are feeling in terms of uh, fear, because that's definitely valid. But I do feel like a lot of what's happening is also positive, too. Yeah, I agree with you on that. And I think that, you know, I kind of had a pity moment earlier where I thought, man, I miss seeing people, you know. But I also think that this just makes you appreciate the people that you do have in your life when you will, when I will see them, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I feel like right now, a lot of people are probably experiencing, you know, depression or anxiety due to isolation. And that's completely, like I said, like completely valid. But what's really beautiful about the technology that we have now is that we do have the ability to FaceTime. We do have the ability to Zoom. 
Um, and then even like, I don't know if you've seen these videos of uh, people the cheering from their balconies for all the healthcare mm -hmm. workers. It's like people are collaborating in really unique ways, yeah. uh, which I think is really beautiful. And just showing support for their communities. I know like so many restaurants are providing, um, like I saw like detox juice in Atlanta is providing juices for healthcare workers and people are really rallying together um, in some pretty unique and beautiful ways. So I, it, it's, it's an interesting time to be in for sure. Mm. Yeah, definitely. We were talking how sometimes I struggle and I'm sure the people listening are struggling with this too, feeling really ungrounded. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely. Um, it, and it's so, 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 so important. If you have the ability to go outside and be in your yard or just at least, you know, walk your dog, you know, you can wear your mask, but like get outside at least for a few minutes a day. Um, because just because this pandemic is going on doesn't mean that you can't connect with the earth. And if you are living in a place where that's not possible, like there are grounding techniques that you can do <laughs> to help you. Um, something that I like to do in terms of an energetic grounding technique, since I'm a Reiki master, is I will imagine a ball of golden white light above my head and just slowly imagine it going throughout my body and then down through the center of my body and into the core of the earth. And then you can also imagine that your body has roots like a tree and then imagine those roots going into the ground below you as you're sitting and meditating. And that really, really helps with grounding. Mm, yes. And I think that that's like the whole grounding in nature. I love doing that. Mm -hmm. And that's something that's so easy. It's free. We don't even think about it. Yeah, I, I love um, <clears throat> taking my shoes off and putting my feet actually on the earth. Um, do, doing yoga um, in the yard has been just really magical. And then also, I, I'm a big runner. Um, and so I really enjoy getting outside and exercising in that way. And then, you know, just being able to get endorphins to your brain. Um, I know that I've actually had like a few like solo dance parties that I've had in my living room because I love ecstatic dance and I've really been missing my ecstatic dance community. And so um, even just like dance, turning on some music, dancing in your living room, it gets your heart pumping and gets your body moving, gets that stagnant energy out um, and gives you the ability to just feel free and in the few moments that you have in, in the day that maybe nobody's bothering you or you don't have any work to do. Um, and it doesn't even have to be that much time. Like you could dance for 10 minutes and I guarantee you, you'll probably feel a difference in your energy. Mm, yes, definitely. And we were talking about this too, how stress shrinks your aura. Like go into that. <laughs> yeah. So <clears throat> with um, stressful situations that inevitably happen in the world, um, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis, your energy can get restricted or constricted. And so it's really important that, um, and that you have some sort of grounding technique that you do, um, like the ones that I mentioned or getting outside. Or um, what I really love to do in the mornings is um, I'm really big into meditation. <clears throat> and so the first thing that I do in the morning <clears throat> is I um, meditate. And I have a mantra practice that I use uh, Japa beads with. And so I'll do my mantra, mantra meditation practice in the morning. <clears throat> and I'll do pranayama breathing. 
um, which is a, a, also a really um, great breathing technique to help lessen anxiety. And um, I do that every morning and that just helps recenter my energy. <clears throat> Another thing I really like to do is, I don't know if you're big into sage or Palo Santo, um, but I also really like to sage my house and then sage my auric, auric field. Um, and that's also really helpful for um, just clearing and cleansing your energy too. Mm, no, no, I love sage. Have you been to Phoenix and Dragon? I have. I love that store. <laughs> Me too. I love that place. <laughs> Any sort of metaphys metaphysical store um, I nerd out in. I also really love um, Modern Mystic and Pont City Market. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one too. That is a good one. Um, oh, and then, okay, so the ecstatic dance you do, are you taking Chelsea's? Uh, I am. So uh, Chelsea Azerna is a magical goddess um, and a wonderful uh, spiritual development business coach. And she's actually helped me so much in um, growing my voice uh, for my business and just really helping me um, love myself on a deeper way and just really come into my authentic truth. Um, she's one of my dearest, dearest friends. Um, and so she leads the ecstatic dance groups in Atlanta and, um, yeah, I mean, because of the quarantine right now, we're not meeting in person, but, um, Scott Houston is a DJ in Atlanta who he's doing a lot of, uh, virtual ecstatic dance groups. And so I know that, um, Chelsea often like will oftentimes tune into Scott and a lot of other people in the ecstatic dance community will tune in. Um, so that's been really fun. And then Corona Fest is an online conscious uh, spirituality festival that's free that she's been hosting. Um, she did week one a few weeks ago and it was highly successful. I think like 800 people signed up for the festival. And then she's doing round two, I believe in maybe a week or so. Um, so y'all should definitely look that up. Corona Conscious Fest online festival. It's going to okay. be pretty rad. Cool. I'll post the link below. I really love how people are coming together in the spiritual community. You know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Me too. Um, I feel like there's been so many wonderful online groups that have been cultivated because of this experience. Um, I know that I, I think I'm a part of maybe four or five Facebook groups and the conscious spiritual community. And it's crazy because even though, you know, we're not physically meeting up, I feel honestly the most connected that I've ever felt, which is so funny, but, and it's almost like a, a counterintuitive sense, but, um, you know, people are posting in these online groups and forums every day and, um, really supporting each other during this time. Um, because this is a collective feeling that everybody's going through right now. Um, so, if anything else, we're all rallying together and, and trying to support each other in the best way that we know how. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Cause we're, that's one thing I realized too, is like, we were always dealing with uncertainty. Now we're just more aware of it. You know? <laughs> and dealing with the uncertainty together. Together. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, and that's something that, um, you know, is, is huge in with my clients as well at, at summit is that, um, you know, people, it's really hard for people to, um, embrace uncertainty, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's something that, um, we can't control. And 
when in matters of things that we can't control, it's, um, it's scary, you know, it's, it's unpredictable. Um, but something that I have found in my personal healing journey is that the more that I am, am present and that I embrace the uncertainty and I embrace the, the current present moment, that's when like spirit actually gets to come in and help me out. And then I release the control and it's like, like all this pressure goes away. And then, and then I just trust in the divine and trust that everything is going to work out in divine timing. Um, but it's such a journey and it's not something that is consistent with anyone, but I do feel like the more that we learn to let go and surrender, uh, the more that the divine spirit can help us. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Because I think that that's something that I am learning to surrender more and more. But what about the people that are listening and they're probably feeling really lost or maybe they're just like, I'm, I really need certainty. Yeah. I mean, again, like I said, it's a journey, you know, and everybody's um, at, at different points in different times. I mean, you know, you may be feeling really free one day and then the next day you may feel like, oh my gosh, like I feel like the sky is falling around me. I don't know what to do. Um, but I would just continue something that's really helped me um, with this is just continue your personal spiritual practices or whatever that means for you. And it doesn't have to be meditation. It could be daily prayer. It could be a daily yoga practice. Um, it could be just simply um, spending time outside with your family. But just like being mindful, I think, is such a wonderful practice and a wonderful way to observe your emotions without judgment and just simply notice what's going on for you and feeling into your emotions and not suppressing them and then learning from them and seeing what your patterns are. And that can be really helpful for people on their healing journeys. Mm, yeah, definitely. Yeah, not judging how you're feeling. Yeah, yeah, because that's so huge, you know, because um, a big part of healing is learning and observing the way that you speak to yourself. So <clears throat> learning and, and being like, oh, like that thought that just came in, wow, that was like really critical of myself. Like, how can I be kinder to myself in this moment? How can I cultivate more self-compassion? How can I love myself deeper? And that's such a journey too. And um, I mean, I know that the self-love journey for me has been huge because the way that I used to talk to myself was like super critical. And I've learned like over the years, like how to almost like stop those like toxic thoughts from coming in. Like something I do now because I'm way more aware of my thoughts is if I have like a negative thought pop in my head, I'll say delete, delete, delete. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. and, and I'll just like stop the thought in its tracks and then I'll, I'll try to say something kind to myself and to kind of counteract that. Um, and that's been really helpful for me, um, to kind of just be in op that observation mode always and not having to control the thoughts, but just like learning from them. Mm, I love that. What about for people that feel disconnected from their intuition right now? What would you say? Yeah, so being disconnected from your intuition um, usually is a symptom of overwhelm um, or basically any time where like you feel like really scattered and your energy is in a lot of different directions. 
So what I would say to those people is um, try to see if you can find a time to just be with yourself. And, and I, again, like I know I, I've said meditation before, but I feel like meditation is so powerful for this. And if you feel like, you know, there's no time in your day to meditate, like see if you can get up an, an hour earlier and just sit with yourself. And it doesn't have to be this long, like drawn out thing, but if you sit with yourself for 10 minutes and just really relax your energy. And again, like you don't have to, um, it, a lot of people say they don't like to meditate because they have too many thoughts. And that's exactly why people should meditate <laughs> is because they have a lot of thoughts going on in their head. And so if they can ground their energy and sit with themselves and just allow the peace and quiet to come in, um, a lot of times spirit will work through us, like through meditation or, um, I also really love tarot cards. That's a really fun way to connect with your intuition too. Um, do you have any tarot decks? No, I don't, but I remember using them with Chelsea. Yeah, I, I love them. I have um, a deck called the Wild Unknown Tarot, and the illustrations on the deck are really, really beautiful. Um, and then I also have um, the Divine Feminine Oracle deck, which um, connects you with uh, a lot of the Divine Feminine Goddess energy types. And um, yeah, I just, I love connecting with uh, the divine feminine energy. It's, it's been a really fun way for me to tap into my um, feminine energy deeper and then also just like work on my intuition as well. Mm. No, I think I'm going to buy some next week though. I've been feeling drawn to that. So I'll probably pop over to Phoenix and Dragon and do that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you should. It's, they're really fun. Um, and it's just something that like you can just play around with and, um, yeah, it, it's, you know, it, again, like there's like a little booklet with it too. So mm -hmm. don't feel like, you know, you, you, if you look at pull a card that you have, if you don't know what the answer is or something, there's a booklet to help you out also. So yeah, it's just a fun way that you can, um, help receive more answers from spirit. So do you think, because I've done this several times, especially when I was in Bali, do you think what they're saying, like when you get a card, and do you think that really was the specific message you needed to hear? A lot of times, 100%. Um, sometimes I'll pull a card and I'm like, I don't really think I know why I pulled this. But then later there'll be like a sign, right? Um, like, you know, maybe... Um, like I was actually talking to one of my friends a few days ago and I was telling her how I actually grew up in a family of a lot of left-brained thinkers. Like my mom is an accountant and my stepdad is a physician. And so, um, growing up, I was more analytical. And so as I've gotten older, I really had to work on my right brain a lot, the more like creative, intuitive side of my brain. Um, and so, yeah, we, we actually, I was telling her this and I, cause I like to do, um, healing swaps with friends because my friend is also a, a healer as well. And so we were going to swap energy healing sessions. And I told her, I said, yeah, you know, I'm just trying to cultivate more magic in my life. I really want to bring in some creative energy and she has an animal tarot deck. And so she pulled a, an animal out from that deck and it was the unicorn. <laughs> Mm, love it. 
That's great. And I was like, oh, like I really wanted to cultivate magic and I just drew the unicorn card. So, you know, I just feel like a lot of it um, is pretty synchronicitous for sure. Mm, yes, I love that. Yeah, I've, I've noticed that during this time period, it feels like time is going faster. And it also feels like I'm seeing more and more numbers every day. Yeah, definitely. So that's another sign too, um, is the repeating numbers. Like, uh, I know 1111 is really big in the spiritual community and, um, in numerology, uh, numbers hold a, um, energetic, uh, vibration or, or signature, I guess, if you will. And so if you see, um, repeating numbers, usually that's a sign as well. And you can look up online, like what two, 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 three, 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 four, four, four means, but, um, that's usually a sign that you're um, awakening on your path and that uh, divine guidance and angels and you're being, you're being guided essentially by the divine. So. Mm, definitely. Okay. So what about your plant medicine experience? What would you want to tell people about that? Yeah. So, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, my plant medicine experience was so magical. Uh, it actually, I, I would say that, so I spiritually awoke in 2017 and, um, I did, I had my first plant medicine, uh, ceremonial experience this past December and wow, like it, it was probably like the most transformative event thus far in my spiritual journey. Um, I say that just because I felt the most love I've ever felt in my life. And I don't, and I don't say that lightly. Like when I participated, participated in this ceremony and partook in the plant medicine, it was like, it was like the most full and vibrant love that your parents or your family or your friends could give you and multiply that times 10. Um, that's what I felt in my body. And I feel like I had that experience because my intention was, um, to cultivate more self-love. And so that's what I felt. And the people that I participated with, they also felt things that were in line with their intention. And so it's basically what you're working on and your healing is a lot of times what you will receive. And that's not always the case. I do feel like mother, I, that, um, that's the plant medicine will help you receive whatever you're meant to receive. But if you have that specific intention, she will work with you to help you feel what you need to feel. If that makes sense. Yes. I love that. So whatever you need clarity on, cause I was just buzzing through my head, all these things I want to know. <laughs> yeah. So whatever it is that you are seeking for healing, maybe it's physical, emotional, spiritual, whatever, that's what you're going to get. Exactly. 100%. And, um, yeah, I would say too, um, it's so important with plant medicine that you work with a shaman that is, um, that is, divinely right for you. And what I mean by that is that you feel an energetic connection with them and you feel like you would be safe experiencing this ceremony with them. There are, um, as with anything with, with, with teachers that you select, with mentors that you select, 
the guidance and the instruction and the learnings that you receive from them are all based on the energy exchange, right? And so you want to make sure that the shaman that you select feels right for you. So yeah, yeah just to make, just to um, clear that up for everyone, because, you know, as with anything else, um, there are people that misuse the plant medicine as well. Um, so just make sure that you do your research uh, before you partake. But honestly, it's such a transformative experience. And um, it's, uh, if you do research on this, it's actually, uh, a lot of people will say that it's equivalent to 10 years of psychotherapy. Yeah, I remember you saying that, and I was like, whoa, hello. Because if someone who's done, I mean, I've done all sorts of different healings and therapies and, you know, from the sexual trait to going to see a regular therapist. And I think that, think about it, if you could cut that in half to what you just said, wow. Yeah, and, and that's not to, to discount talk therapy. I think there's a time and place for talk therapy as well. But I do feel like... Um, I am a proponent of the mind-body-spirit connection. I'm a proponent of a holistic model. So, and, and within that holistic model, every individual, you have to feel out what's right for you. Um, for example, I really, really love acupuncture also for helping align my meridians and my energy within my, within my system and to help heal my nervous system. Um, however, acupuncture may not call out to someone else on like on the healing journey or um i really really love ecstatic dance but other people may not find that that's a great healing modality for them um so everybody is different but what i will say is that um there is such a huge uh portion of healing that occurs in the unconscious mind because the unconscious mind um and I'm not approximate on like this uh, percentage, but I do believe it's 90 something percent of our brain is used with the unconscious mind. Mm -hmm. So that is why hypnotherapy is so helpful because it's tapping into the subconscious mind. That's why plant medicine is so helpful because it helps tap into the subconscious mind. And so with talk therapy, it can be very therapeutic and it is, I mean, I am a talk therapist and I've seen and witnessed within myself and my clients how helpful it can be. Um, but I am not, I, I wouldn't say that it's like the end all be all, right? And just because you're in therapy doesn't mean that you're, I guess, maybe optimizing your healing experience, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely does. I mean, I think one thing I've noticed is, because I did a therapy group for a while too, because I had a really unhealthy view of men. And so my therapist was like, you've got to get over that. <laughs> and so I was in a group of men and women. And um, it was Thursday nights. And I think that that experience was great. But I did it for a few months and then I left. I think from one thing I've noticed with talk therapy, and let me know what you think about this, but people get kind of stuck in it. And then they do it for years and years and years. And always rely on that one therapist for their, all their guidance when they should be going within. Yes, a hundred percent. And what I will say is a few things. So one, you mentioned that this per like, while it is important to um, cultivate a therapeutic alliance with your uh, therapist, meaning establish establishing trust with them, um, just because you resonate with one therapist in one part of your life does not necessarily that you will resonate with them five years later. 
So I do think it's important to constantly evaluate where you are in your healing and think about mentors and teachers that you feel like resonate with you in that time of your life. Um, and but just because you feel like maybe you would want to cultivate a, a new relationship with a new therapist doesn't mean that you didn't learn some really valuable things from that previous therapist. So that's one thing I would say. Um, another thing I would say too is, um, is that, yeah, like group therapy can be super helpful, but so can individual therapy. And so I think that it's important to distinguish, hey, am I depressed or anxious um, because I really want to cultivate a community of like-minded people? Am I lonely? Am I isolative? Or is it because like, I actually feel like I really need some one-on-one -on -one help here because I don't really have anybody to talk to about some deep trauma that I've, I've experienced, some really, really deep-rooted family issues maybe that have, uh, I've never been able to talk about. And so I think the reasons for why you go to therapy also have, uh, have to do with um, the, the healing modality that you choose, if you will, as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. No, I think that's great that you brought that up. Those are good points. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what would you, like, where do you want to leave everybody with? I know we talked about a lot. <laughs> what would be, like, a final takeaway? Yeah, so um, what I would say is that um, healing is not a linear journey. Um, I actually say this on my website because I think that this is so important for people to realize that, um, especially as you're awakening on a spiritual path or a self-development path, um, your healing is going to look like this and you're going to revisit things that you thought that you healed from. And that's normal. <laughs> You're going to, because, um, that's how healing works, right? You may tap into a part of yourself and you really feel like you processed it. And then it, that same issue will come around again for deeper healing. And really people are like onions and we have layers. And so we're constantly unfolding those layers of us so we can get down to our core self, our whole self, which is actually perfect, whole and complete. And that's what we are all on the journey to, to learn and, and to understand about ourselves is that we are all love and we've had, we're having all these experiences to learn and to heal from them. Um, and so I will, that's something I would say. And I would also say too, that it is so important to keep in mind uh, the, the mind, body, spirit connection. Um, if you're going to talk therapy, but you're not eating nutritious foods and you're not exercising, um, you're taking care of your mind, but you're not taking care of your body. Um, and so just remembering that like your mind, body, and spirit, like it's a big package. And so just to really, um, love yourself and, and take time each day to devote, um, time to yourself, to help yourself with your self care and your growth um, and your healing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really like that because I think the one thing I've noticed is, um, you know, I used to look at self-development, personal development, all that in terms of like fixing myself, mm. you know? And so now yeah. I'm like, no, it's not about that. It's just about always growing and evolving into the better version of myself. 
Yeah, totally. It's, I love that you said that because it's not about the fixing. It's actually remembering that we are perfect, whole, and complete as we are. It's, we're actually coming back to a remembrance of that perfect, whole, and completeness. It's like we've forgotten, right? All the trauma and all the um, experiences that have, I guess, hurt us, right? And that we're healing from those are like the excess, right? And so we're peeling back those layers so we can get to the truth of who we are, um, which is our authentic and, div and divine self. So I love that. I love that you said that. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Okay. So where can everybody find you? Yeah. So um, I have a website. You can go find me at zannyanderson.com. Um, so like I said, I am a Reiki master crystal healer. And so right now during quarantine, I'm not seeing in-person clients, but I am uh, facilitating distance healings. So you can um, reach out to me through my website. Um, I also, my Instagram handle is at Zan, Z-A-N underscore Anderson. And um, I will often post uh, a lot of my stories about things that I'm doing right now, like I'm doing a yin yoga teacher training right now that I'm really excited about. Um, and just like helpful healing tools and, and tricks that you can use to help ground your energy during this time. Um, you could also reach out to me on Facebook. Um, I'm there, uh, Zanny Anderson. Um, but please don't hesitate to reach out. I would love to connect with, um, with all of you. So, mm, yes, yes. Well, thank you so much. I'm so glad that we got to have this conversation. I think it was really packed with great information and really needed for what's going on. Thank you so much, Haley. I love the work that you're doing too. It's pretty yes. rad. Thank you. Thanks. We'll definitely have to meet up when I'm back in Atlanta. Yes, 100%. <laughs> cool. All right, y'all. Well, be sure to subscribe, like, share the video, share my podcast, and DM either of us on Instagram and let us know what you thought about it. All right, bye.